Hey guys, it's Denise and Kahila. You're listening to A Sip of Reality. Cheers, Ben. Cheers. Salud. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for listening. Go ahead and take a moment, if you haven't already, subscribe to our channels. Um, go on to our Instagram and give us a little bit of love, as well as send us a DM if you have any questions. But today we are actually spending a little bit of time talking to you guys um, and, and answering your questions, talking about some of those questions that you guys had. Thank you for taking the time to answer them on our Instagram. That was so nice of you guys. So thank you so much. We're are going to take some time right now to talk about the anxiety of COVID. Uh-huh. Everything COVID. <laughs> Everything COVID. Because Lord knows it's been a long year. Oh my gosh. Everything in regards to COVID and what it's done to us mm-hmm. <laughs> as humans, <laughs> our relationships. Um, and so we'll spend some time answering your questions as well as just, you know, talking about our own experiences and how we have felt. So jump on in and tell us about how you, have you felt yeah. this in yourself with the anxiety of COVID? For sure. Well, um, I, it's funny because my experience with it has kind of been uh, all over the place in a sense. So mm-hmm. it's probably till about last month, my first thought was, I still feel like I'm in March. Mm-hmm. Like, like, why has this been the longest March ever? Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah. it just feels that way for me. And just thinking that we're now in December yeah, and we're ending 2020. Thank God. Um, <laughs> it feels exciting. And also it's like, oh my God, yeah. like we're ending the year. I so mm-hmm. that's really like the biggest part of COVID for me because I just can't believe, I don't know where the time went. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, and it was just, it slowed us down. Right. But then it was really fast. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that makes sense, but it just... That's my perspective. Nothing makes sense right now. I don't know how to grasp. Exactly. (laughs) So that's okay if it doesn't. I don't know how to grasp to anything that like is logical because my brain works in such a logical manner too that I'm like, what the hell did happen? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) So... um, Did you ever have a moment though where you like felt the stress and the anxiety of it all? Um, I think the only anxiety I would say part is for my loved ones Mm because we have a few people um, in our family that are more susceptible. Mm -hmm. So I was always just really concerned about their well-being. Yeah. Um, But as far as the anxiety of like the actual virus, I never felt it for myself because I'm already, you know me, I'm such a germaphobe. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, back to my normal (laughs) routine. (laughs) Like, business as usual. Ever comes to my house like the last like nine months I'm all literally they walk in there I'm like wash your hands mm-hmm. and wash your like, hands hey, take your shoes I off I haven't taken off my shoes yet I'm like I don't care <laughs> so like it's just made me a little more annoying mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. I've ever been that could be a thing um I've definitely felt other people's anxiety mm-hmm. that's how I felt the anxiety of COVID is yeah I like grabbed everyone else's mm-hmm. yeah I think well I I uh, I mean I have anxiety so <laughs> let's talk about that I'm already an anxious person, and so uh, for me, it was more kind of like what you just said, but more drawn to it's like <laughs> taking care of my mom, making sure that she was okay. Are you okay? <laughs> We're having a moment over here. <laughs> I just choked on my wine. Oh, girl. So no big deal. Just typical Kahila. <laughs> Can you not cough? <laughs> 
Bitch, why are you laughing? I'm talking. Um, so for me, it was more geared towards like, like you just said, like protecting your loved ones. So for me, I put my mom literally in a bubble the first few, um, the first few months I feel like, and I'm not gonna lie. We did kind of lax up after, I mean, six months in, geez. Right. Um, no, I know, but I'm saying like six months in, I was like, fuck this. Like, right. I went and I got tested and I like, I think I had gone almost like six months without hugging my mom. Oh my God. And then I got tested. Yeah. And then I got tested. And literally the first thing that my husband said was, you can hug your mom now. Because, like, he knows. (laughs) You know, so I was, like, literally I got tested. And then, like, I got the results in a couple of hours. And then um, the first thing I did was go hug my mom. And my mom's like, oh, my God, I miss this. Because I always go up to my mom when I'm feeling off. And I'm like, I just need a hug. That's, like, my way of telling her, like, I'm anxious. And it's always been like that. So it was so nice to hug her. God, I cannot imagine how yeah. that felt. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, it, there's been definitely moments. Um, and uh, just recently, my dad was actually in the hospital. So, he, thank God, is being released actually yes. today. I just got the call prior to filming yeah, or to yeah. recording this. And um, so, it, it's been it's been a roller coaster. And I know that a lot of you are also just feeling that whether you've been affected and your family has been affected, we have all been affected somehow, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Um, I'm so grateful that your dad is, is getting you. out of the hospital and he's on the healing, you know, process and on the men's. Right. I know for me, the only scare that I had personally was, um, it was just to make a really long story short. We basically thought that my cousin had mm. COVID. Oh my gosh. And it's funny because we literally hadn't hung out with him for like six months. And so me and my brother went out to dinner with him mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we were outside, we're outdoors. Right. And then the next day my brother calls me in panic and my brother is like super anxious person. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my God, so-and-so has COVID, like blah, blah, blah. We need to go get tested. And oh I'm like, gosh. oh Lord, like seriously, I have been safe this entire time. I think it's yeah. like six or seven months into it. Oh. So I had to go get tested and like there was nowhere near um, that like it wasn't close to the area that I live in. And so I had to drive like 30 minutes out to get to another place. And so and literally walking in there, it's so weird. My experience, I honestly, the best way I can describe it is I felt like I was going into a clinic to get tested for SCD. Mm, Like shame around it? So weird. Yeah, there was just so much shame for me. Mm hmm. Um, I think because of the fact that I thought I had taken all the precautions and I live in a high rise building. So the chances of me getting infected is a lot higher because right. there's so many people, mm-hmm. but I've been so careful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really weird and thank God no one ended up having COVID. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a big like misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that for me was probably, one of the most intense experiences and I wasn't afraid of catching or having it like that wasn't it it was just Uh kind of like I was more upset of like oh I've been so careful this entire time Mm -hmm. and now here we go Mm -hmm. and interesting that you felt the shame though like yeah talk a little bit more about that because I feel like sometimes especially with this like anxiety of it like are we also adding stress into it by what we're telling ourselves like for example that absolutely 
Absolutely, because there was, for me, it was like, okay, if I have it, like, I have to tell everyone Mm. that's ever been in contact with me or, like, the last, like, whatever, two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. I have to tell all the family. Everyone is going to find out. Like, you know, it was that mentality for me of, like, great. Now everyone's going to know that I'm that girl that had COVID. That didn't wash her hands. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Totally. Just wash your hands, Kahila. Gosh. freaking crazy germaphobe (laughs) mind. That's what I was like. But, like, honestly, there's no shame. There's right. literally, you can be as careful mm-hmm. as ever right. and still catch the virus because it's a virus. Right. I mean, we right? still want to so, be careful, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, what, how much of this anxiety are we adding to ourselves? Yeah, so, exactly. How much is, of it is in right, our mind? Right. So let's talk about that is, is, you know, some of the things that we can, that we can control. Because here's the yeah. thing is this is, there's a loss of control with this. The doctors don't even know what the hell is happening. I, I, you know, I called my my dad's nurse and doctor, and and I'm that person that talks to them like mm-hmm. three times a day, um, because I want to know everything mm-hmm. in, in regards to his health. And you know, they they didn't even have the answers. I'd ask for you know what are the risks of this? What what's uh, what could happen? And they they would literally say, I'm I'm sorry to tell you this, but we don't know. We don't know. And I was like, what? Like. Right. I'm the person that like does all right. this like peer review stuff and like, you know, yeah. looks at everything. And then e- even the doctor was like, I'm not gonna lie to you. This is like the worst part of my job right now. I was like, I, I don't even know what's the best way yeah. to, to approach this. So. And, and I wonder how much of that causes anxiety in its own, because we rely so much on science, right. Mm-hmm. And, and our, uh, medical health cares that to give us answers, right. right? We know that they're not going to have hundred percent answers, but at least that, um, ounce of comfort that they yeah. can provide us is so valuable. Right. And to not be able to receive that from them, mm-hmm. it must be just so, mm-hmm. like that sense of helplessness. Absolutely, because you have to make a decision, yeah. and they're like, well, we don't know what's going to happen. This is what we mm-hmm. what we think, but, and, and I think he, at one point he's like, don't get mad if, like, your dad gets worse, and I'm just like, what? Like, because, like, yeah, you get you you rely on them to right. have this ease of stress and, and anxiety, and it just doesn't happen. So, um, there is such a loss of control. We can't yeah. hang out with loved ones. Yeah. We can't do what we are, you know, used to doing. And our, you know, we God, I can't even take a yoga class with other people. Right. You know what I mean? So, what I think we should focus on what we can control. Yeah, I think I love that you brought that up because we're all used to this sense of normal that we have created in our lives Mm -hmm. and we literally had everything that was defined normal to us in our lives taken away from us Mm -hmm. so to be able to or to to not be able to really recreate that sense of normalcy for Mm -hmm. ourselves is one of the probably the hardest things for human beings to deal with Mm -hmm. number one so that's exactly that sense of loss of control and we think we have control over right. shit. We exactly. really don't. Let's be real, real quick. But and <laughs> those of us with anxiety like to think that we have control. <laughs> um, and also, part of that is is that we, in a sense, some of us try to create that sense of normalcy, and it mm-hmm. keeps on getting taken away from us, right? Mm-hmm. With the second second shutdown again, right? Right. So that's it's it's just. It's so unfamiliar to all of us, mm-hmm. and we just don't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I'm just basically we all have this like flashlight, and we're just going through the darkness of like right. what the hell is next. Mm-hmm. 
Right. So that's not us human beings weren't made to be that way. Right. But at the same time, it's really stopping us from constantly, um, you know, just running on this hamster wheel Mm -hmm. of life and not knowing how to slow down and how to like catch our breath and how to just like catch our mind Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, this is happening, but I'm healthy. My family is healthy. And let me just stay Mm -hmm. in that sense of Mm -hmm. wholeness of what is right now. Right. Focusing on the positives and what we do have versus what we don't have. Mm -hmm. Or the what ifs, because we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You and I were talking about some things regarding COVID before the show. And we literally said that it's like, we don't know what's going to happen with anything, but you know, the next bridge that mm-hmm. comes, we'll just cross it as it comes and figure it out while we take one step at a time. Right, right. I love that. And and I also think that just sometimes we get so caught up in like what is what is happening and not happening and what we have control over or not control over. But I think it's also bringing to surface a lot of our own shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So the lockdown is, for those of you that are not in California, we are in, it's our second, I don't even, can't keep track, second or third, I don't even it's know. It's our second main, like, big lockdown again. Yeah. So, so we're back in March, essentially. Yeah. So only essential, you know, things can you go out of your house for. And I think it, what it's just, it's it slowed us down so much mm-hmm. that, like, I think it's making us think of everything and see everything like in a different lens even you know where people are like holy shit I've been in this relationship that sucks for 20 plus years and it ain't getting any better right or holy shit where the fuck am I going in with my life right or right exactly like so there's so many different like you know things that have popped up from this and I wonder if that's you know also where a lot of this anxiety is coming up for people Mm -hmm. is it's not just COVID related, but it, it, COVID brought all these things up yeah. for them. And also a lot of people had such big plans for this year. Like 2020 uh-huh. was like yeah. the shit, right? Yeah. Like we all were like, oh my God, 2020. <laughs> right. Like we had all these grand mm-hmm. goals and <laughs> literally all of it got shitted on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The universe was like, nope. Sorry uh-uh. guys. <laughs> so there's that part too, is coming to terms with that reality of mm-hmm. we basically because we're all united states we're so goal um yeah. oriented mm-hmm. right we're driven by go, that go, go. which is yeah. which is not necessarily a good thing right. like me coming living in two different parts of the world before the u.s like i i know how the rest of the world operates and it's like dude slow down yeah we have it so wrong <laughs> we do it's like slow down there's so much more to life than mm-hmm. constantly running after you know, whatever we think we're running after. Right, right. Without mm-hmm. meaning, you know, without any attachment to self, without exactly. any understanding to self. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, so that part of it is that, that loss of like the 2020 goals. But like you said, it's it's allowed us to kind of like start looking within, yeah. within our relationships and within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been most of the conversations I've had with my clients or mm-hmm. like friends and family. It's like, a lot of self-recognition of like, whoa, mm-hmm. I didn't know that about myself or like, yeah. I got to fix that or I don't mm-hmm. want to feel this way anymore. Or like, mm-hmm. what's your thing with that, with the self-discovery part? 
Um, it was just everything. I think just uh, having, I mean, particularly for me, it was like the business and where that was going and because my business is very much, half of it is very much face-to-face mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So like, oh God, what do I do with that? Um, am I doing the right thing? You know, those right. types of things. Um, and at first, I was very much just like at a standstill and I was just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to ride the wave. Like, I'm not going to like, you know, try to do too much because I was feeling, I was feeling the anxiety. I was having to pivot my business um, with literally within like one day to the next. And so um, giving myself the opportunity to just kind of be for a little bit, which was so like weird, especially for our culture in in the United States. Right. Um, But then after that being of a a couple of months, I would probably say, then I'm like, okay, I've had enough. Like I'm ready to hit the ground running now. But I think a lot of people are, I'm having this conversation a lot recently with my clients is they're calling themselves like lazy or, you know, Uh like all these things where it's just like, girl, you are exactly, you're surviving COVID. You're, you know, there was an election this year. You lost your job. Like, (laughs) like, can we just like slow down and not have to like, you know, there's so many of those, um, I th- I'm, you know, I'm heavily on Instagram, but there's a lot of those things on Instagram, like, what have you done this quarantine? And like, if you haven't built a business and started this and started that, then basically you're shit. No, mm-hmm. girl, if you're you surviving. Survived, like, yeah, that's, that's all that matters. Yes. And if you've added anything else on top of that, then good for you. Kudos. But shit, seriously, as long as you have survived. Right. Like kudos to you yes yeah and so that's that's the thing i think a lot of people are just there's we're adding on to it when we don't need to right so um you know there's there's a couple of things that come up for me so i think what i one of the questions was about Mm -hmm. like how do i deal with the actual virus anxiety Mm mm-hmm Right, and then it was how do I deal with relationships? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's immediate family, your household relationships, uh, you know, the relationship outside of your house, which is like extended family members and friends. Right. So, you know, one of the things that I've been telling whoever is, whether it's clients, friends, whoever, with the actual virus anxiety mm-hmm. is that. You can only do what you can do as a person to stay safe. Like, we were joking about it earlier, like, hand washing, hand sanitizer. Like, I literally don't touch anything with my hands. Like, Mm -hmm. I have either my key or this, like, long thing that I ordered from Amazon. (laughs) Amazon doors and stuff. (laughs) Like, so, you know, for me, that's... That's all I could do to stay safe. Right. You and have control over that. And like mm-hmm. social distance and and not hug my friends or my loved ones, like, you know, or shake people's hands. And I've had people try to shake my hand. I'm really? Like, mm, no, thank oh you. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't ha- I've seen that in months. Wow. Uh, Interesting. Uh, so, you know, you can only do what you can do mm-hmm. as a human being to be safe. Right. And that's all there is to it just like anything else in life right what do you have control over exactly. and focusing on that and, we're, and it's not even control i don't know if i would mm. want to use the word control it's what what do you have responsibility over because you're responsible for your own body yeah right you're yeah, it's good responsible for your own wellness right so how are you handling that mm-hmm. anything outside of that is not is just we can't do anything about. Right, right. 
so, you know, just, just kind of sitting with that idea of like, I'm doing anything that's, that I could do to help myself yeah. and my loved ones kind of relaxes you into like, okay, right. I can, I can manage this. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you could take a moment to acknowledge how you're feeling because I think right. so many people are like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way or whatever, but like, let's take a moment to acknowledge that. Okay. Yeah. You are feeling this anxiety over it now pause breath Mm -hmm. what are you doing about it Mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to stay in that sense of okay i'm doing like you said everything i can Mm -hmm. and focusing on just that because we're then if if we're outside of that we're opening the door to possibilities exactly and so much more can come from that totally and i am uh um you know because of some of the life experiences i had and with my mom's uh cancer and everything like stress Everything that I've researched, everything that I've witnessed in mm-hmm. her as a patient and with the other cancer patients that I've worked with and even their families, like stress literally. Imagine stress is like this ball of fire mm-hmm. that is ignited internally yeah. and it is burning all your organs, all mm-hmm. your cells, right? When you have that image and just knowing that, that that's what you are doing to yourself, right? by yourself, right? Right, provoking it. Is yeah. is is something that you constantly have control over. Mm-hmm. Right? The word that you, that you've used then which is the truth, that is your own control. You have control over your mind. Mm-hmm. So you can manage your own stress level mm-hmm. with this situation. Mm-hmm. And if you continue to stay in that that level of stress where that heightened level of stress for your body, your mental being and your emotional being, your immune system is going to drop. Right. Right. So you got to think about it. We're not just this physical being. That's not, we're literally every part of us is connected to Mm -hmm. the other parts. So you've got to think about what am I, how am I managing my immune system? Right. Then it's eating healthier. Mm -hmm. It's taking what, and I know COVID doesn't give a shit about anything that you're doing that is, you know, healthy. I get that. Right. We're talking about ways to reduce your stress in order to have your immune system be higher. So with, to be able to fight something or to at least have a chance towards fighting. Right. So, um, yeah, we, obviously you and I both love taking that holistic approach, getting a lot of sunlight, getting exercise daily. Um, and, and, you know, exercise could be of any form Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be for hours or even a hour, like get out there and do 20 minutes of something. Exactly. Go for a walk around the neighborhood. Exactly. Um, Just breathe. Right. Breathe in, breathe in the air, the fresh air. Um, I think a big one that we had discussed earlier that is a big part of our lives is the meditation piece, Right. right? Is taking a moment to, to sit with that and to, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that doesn't work, or what is that going to do? Well, at the beginning, it's a little bit difficult, not going to lie. But, you know, when it starts to become a practice, and what else are you freaking doing, right? So let's get into the... five minutes (laughs) in your day. Let's get into the practice of meditating, which could look also very different. It could be a walking meditation. It could be a sitting meditation. It could be whatever you want it to be. But spend a few moments with yourself, listening to your body, listening to your thoughts, and what what can you reframe mm-hmm. and change so that it becomes healthier? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Honestly, that's the only thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously we know how much that helps your mental well-being as well. Obviously reduces mm-hmm. the anxiety. Just, 
you sitting there. And even if you are feeling, um, like Denise said, the acknowledgement part, Mm -hmm. um, sit with your thoughts. Ask yourself, what are you feeling right now? What's coming up for you? Yeah. Right. And then just listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like imagine literally there's a child sitting in front of you mm-hmm. and that child answers that question. What would be your response? Because I bet you your response will be a kind, loving mm-hmm. response. Of, I hear you. It is. It's a lot to handle right yeah. now. It's, you know, all of us are experiencing it. It's okay. Right. right. I got you. I love you. that. I love that. Yeah. And even asking your question, yourself a question of, and I've been telling my clients this for, for months now, is what do you need? Right. Like, is there yeah. something that you're not giving yourself? Mm-hmm. Even down to, like, mm-hmm. the meals that we're having, you know, like, do you need, can you skip that burger and fries to have a plant-based mm-hmm. meal because that's going to nourish you sometimes we skip that and my husband always makes fun of me because he loves I don't know why he does this but every morning he's like what are we having for dinner (laughs) and I'm like I'm literally making a smoothie for breakfast (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I'm making a smoothie for breakfast he's like oh sorry you have to check in with yourself as to what you need for dinner Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm <laughs> like ask yourself that question what do you need even if it's like silly or you know like do oh, I need too. to get up off of my you know home desk and take a walk for 10 minutes right. do I need to yeah, oh I haven't had a meal so many right. people go without eating get yeah. up have a meal change out of your pjs oh like, gosh wash yes. your face <laughs> take a shower and wash your hands ew <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> Now we're just being, you know, silly. The wine's kicking. The the sassiness is coming out. Um, But, you know, like, literally, it's funny. I just thought about that as I was like, the sassiness is coming out. Because as you're listening to this episode, you can recognize the flow of conversation between us. How both of us are able to go in and out of a calm state of mind where we're able to verbalize um, uh, you know, our needs or what we think is necessary and what we need as human beings, and then also flip it and be goofy mm-hmm. and just laugh for no goddamn reason, yeah. or just like literally, like speaking of that beginning of COVID, the memes about COVID and all <laughs> the things that we, I know I sent you like a lot of memes. Yeah. That shit got me through because mm-hmm. it was hilarious. People are hilarious. Right, right. Right? Like, so go with the ebb and flow of whatever is presented to you in that time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you need to laugh to a point of crying, do it. Right. If you need to cry, do it. Mm-hmm. If you need to move your body, do it. Like, just yeah. put on a song and fucking dance. That's what I did. I swear to God, I've become a dancer, more of a dancer. <laughs> what? <laughs> more? <laughs> this girl already is such a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously sometimes, like, I'll be sitting at my desk, like, doing notes or, you know, just I've been in front of the laptop for, like, too long. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I feel it in my body. Like, if you don't get your ass up right now, yeah. like, I'm going to throw a fit. So, like, I'll get up and put on some music and, like, dance for, like, five minutes and go sit back down. Yeah. And I just feel so good because I actually listened to what I needed. Right. To your point. Yeah. Right? It's like, you just, just, just be you. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't lost the essence of who we are exactly. as human beings, yeah. as individuals. Right. We're still us. Mm-hmm. 
we're just pushed in this fucking corner that we can't get out of yet. (laughs) And I would also say to maybe touch on a little bit about like how to handle relationships is if you know that you need something is to also be able to communicate that to your maybe your partner or yes. you know your friend yes. or whatever do you need a little bit of you Great know transition, yeah. like time alone um you know i've always talked about how my husband and i have our little like corner as to she's passing me the bottle of wine Sorry, um, that was pouring <laughs> pouring wine we weren't in the bathroom <laughs> trying to have a conversation here we we should hire somebody to pour us the wine girl (laughs) oh my god go back to what you were saying (laughs) anybody want to be an intern as to pouring our wine okay dm us um but bring an extra bottle because you probably have some too (laughs) so going back into being able like my husband and i always talk about our like corner like we have our little like setup Mm -hmm. where it's like okay i had a bad day i love you it's not you i need to go like be alone for a few minutes if you can acknowledge what it is that you need it is your responsible responsibility to also communicate that to your partner because i feel like so many people are like going at it right now right or like to the point where they're just like get this quarantine over so i can file for divorce or like for i can stop being your friend or so that whatever can we maybe spin that in a sense of finding ways to communicate that uh, communicate what we need thoughts as I see your um, God, so many wheels thoughts. turning. I know. So I love that. I love if you are in a relationship where you want to work on the relationship. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that. Okay. If you are in a relationship where there's been some hiccups and there's some situations that COVID quarantine has highlighted, and but you still love the person and you're in a safe relationship and you want to see how it goes, sit your asses down. <laughs> And have an adult conversation. Mm, I love that you said adult. Mm -hmm. We're all adults here. Exactly. And take responsibility Mm -hmm. for your own actions, your own contribution to the relationship. Because it is not all his fault. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it is not all You're being a brat too. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, because a lot of times when we are in distress and we are frustrated in a relationship, we're constantly looking at what he, he or she did wrong. Right. And instead of just taking a moment and being like, okay, what, what's, what am I contributing to this? Yeah. How am I showing up? What's yeah. the energy that I'm bringing in? Do I wake up in the morning, like, th- like throw my fucking <laughs> pillow on my partner's head and like walk out the room? But no, for real, it's like, how yeah. are you waking up in the morning? How are you going mm, to bed? What thoughts do you have? Yeah. If you're pissed as hell at your partner, your significant other, whoever it is that you're living with, mm-hmm. sit down, do a brain dump, mm-hmm. right? Just write out everything that's there. So let it out of your brain. Mm-hmm. So that way tomorrow morning you have a better sense of thinking of a solution. Mm-hmm. Whether that solution is to figure out how to heal your relationship, one with yourself yeah. and with your partner, or it's to have an adult conversation to say this isn't working. Yes, yeah. And What's next? And it, I love how it just comes back to the self. Yeah. Like all of these things are like if you spend a moment to like with yourself to, to just see what it is that you need, you're going to find all your answers. Mm-hmm. It's actually just doing it mm-hmm. is I think the hardest part for so many people. Because we're constantly running away from ourselves. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what COVID has taught, the quarantine has taught us, mm-hmm. is we literally have nowhere to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I would really encourage is like, you know, if if you've had the conversation, if you're both wanting to work at it, if it's, if it's just like, you know, you're annoying me, give yourself the opportunity to, to talk to your partner about what you need. I need some space. I need a date night. Like so many of us, oh my gosh, have not been able to go out and do a date night. And like... You know, my husband and I both are super introverts, and you know that. But mm-hmm. I like to, we both like to go recharge for a couple of hours. I'd be home at nine p.m. Oh God! In bed, please. At yes. 9 PM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you come visit, leave by nine because I, we can't. So we like to go have like a glass of wine with our friends for a couple of hours, and then come home and unwind. You know, just as we are. So I think for us, a lot of it was also like not being able to have those date nights. Yeah. And so, you know, one thing that we started to talk about is maybe when you do picnics outside. Yeah. Like yeah. take our bottle of wine, take our um, our meal, and literally just send a picnic, right. just like we did when we were recording. Like yeah. it, take those moments, like whatever it was that you guys did, when, you know, before all of this, and be creative with them. Absolutely. Get a babysitter. Go and spend time with each other if it's Absolutely. a, you know, relationship worthwhile. Yeah. That sameness drives you crazy, right? None of us are made to do the same day over and over again. This mm-hmm. is not a groundhog. What is a groundhog <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh But seriously, like, I love that because you have to find something fun to do. And there's a lot of game night, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. Or just going out for a walk, going to the beach. Like, now we're allowed to be outdoors. Like, right. all of that is so open. So, absolutely. Um, variety, I think, is key. Yeah. Right, yeah. and just, like, one person cook for the other person one night mm-hmm. or whatever. And another thing that uh, came to mind as you were talking is a lot of us are working from home. Yeah. And, um, you know, most often both the individuals are working from home with yeah. children yeah. and homeschooling, mm-hmm. right? So that's a lot. That's a lot of freaking energies to deal with mm-hmm. at once, because it's not just a household. You're also working with coworkers right. that are, you're on Zoom. And we all know what Zoom is and how Sucking the life out of us. Oh, my God. Um, so, you know, just make sure that you're able to have a conversation of, like, setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Of, look, like, I'm going to be working in this room. Do not disturb unless it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. Right. Or whatever works for you. Or like for the next three hours, I'm going to be in meetings, whatever, whatever. Could you handle the kids if it's possible? Mm -hmm. And then we'll switch shifts. Mm -hmm. Right. So that way no one ever feels like the entire responsibility of the household, because honestly, and I'm not trying to bash men here or whatever, but women right now are exhausted. We Mm -hmm. there's more burnout in women right now than it is in the men uh, community Mm -hmm. because Women are cooking. We've gone back to, like, the old ways, if you think about it. Women are cooking. Women are cleaning. They're taking care of the kids. They're homeschooling. They're working. Right. They're doing grocery shopping. They're doing literally everything. Mm -hmm. And it might not be that way in every single family, so I'm not taking anything away from the families that are able to, you know, share the duties. Yeah. But in a lot of women, it is that way. Mm -hmm. So there is that burnout. That is so real. And that at the end of the day, that burnout is going to turn into depression, anxiety, to mm-hmm. to just rage mm-hmm. of like, I'm sick of this shit. Right. 
right? And that's why people want schools to get opened or like because they're like, we can't handle this anymore. Yeah. I can't imagine like having a little one running around right now and having to run a business and yeah. do my own life. It's it, you know kudos to all of you that are that are going through that right now. And this is where you have to come back to that framework of teamwork, you know, yes. within your partner yeah. and and ask like for help. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But also other partner if you're listening, fucking mm-hmm. help. Please. <laughs> Just put yourself in the other person's shoes, right? you know, and just kind of recognize what they're experiencing. You don't have to understand it, right? Right. Just the recognition of it is mm-hmm. enough because even just that simple conversation of I can, I can tell that things are just really stressful right now. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I could do? Yeah. Just that alone is so valuable. Absolutely. You know, so... At the end of the day, it's just being able to come together and, like, sit down together, let go of our egos, let go of the frustration, let go of the, just the anger of that's come up with this entire year, mm-hmm. right? Not just COVID, but everything else that's been, especially if you're an empath, like, it's been a lot of shit. Oh, my happen. gosh. Yeah, so much has come up. And I think that this is a really great opportunity to discuss um, finding your own help, you know, right. and to not be, um, you know, feeling the shame or whatever about, you know, seeking help. And so, um, whether that is with a therapist or a coach or a mentor, whatever works for you, I'm going to talk specifically about finding a therapist because that was one of our questions. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously as well as because I, I advocate so much for therapy. You all need it. We all need it. What was that? How do you find a good therapist? How do you find a good therapist? Yeah, we all need therapy. Um, and so, you know, I, I strive, my life mission is to make it more, you know, so people can just, Talk about it naturally, mm-hmm. just like you do about your doctor. So um, finding a good therapist is really going to be up to you. So that's going to be finding a good fit. Um, oftentimes we may go to see our therapist for the first time and it's not a good fit. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that you're going to stop, right? That just means that you're not going to go back to that person. Right. That Exactly. Person. You're going to find someone new. And so um, the, you know, the biggest thing right now would just be an online search search for a therapist and but I would really encourage you that if you already kind of know what approach you'd like to take for example um, with my own practice it's very much holistic so you can even just type that in holistic therapist in my area and a bunch of things will pop up go through them and interview them a lot of them have consults for free 10 minute consults that you can have a conversation with them talk to them and see if they're even a good fit if they don't offer a consult man maybe you gotta look at somebody that does Mm -hmm. Um, um, have a have a phone conversation. It's not going to be therapy, but it is going to be a moment to just converse and see if it's a good fit. Um, you can also go and look at in your insurance, see if your insurance, co- well, most insurance cover mental health, but see if, if they cover maybe the therapist that you're looking at or get a referral through your insurance company. You can, If you have insurance and you have a PPO, you can also um, get your, your sessions reimbursed. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people st- stop and they say, oh, it's not being you know, uh, paid for by my insurance. Well, there's another way of doing that. And so be creative with it. Ask questions. Um but I think ultimately in finding the best therapist for you is it's going to be a lot of, not a lot, but there, there'll be a few maybe therapists that you're going to go to and it's just not going to work out. Yeah. But when you find your person, it's just like finding a partner. Mm-hmm. You know that that's your person. Amen. I love that. Um, and 
I've also heard people say that I'm doing fine. I don't need to talk to someone. Literally, mm. every single one of us needs to talk Seriously, to that, that like makes my blood like, boil. It's not because you have a mental health disorder. Like, it's just simply because you're a human being. Yeah. And you have had some serious human experiences just in 2020 alone. Mm-hmm. Forget the rest of your life. Honestly, you've had a tremendous human experience in this year. Mm -hmm. And if I can say, you've heard me say this before, some of us have gone through the dark night of the soul. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, you need to talk that shit through. Yep. That needs to come out of your system. Mm -hmm. You need to let it go. You need to learn how to heal and you need to learn how to grow. Yeah. So you can show up. A different person for yourself mm-hmm. for the rest of your life right right because 2020 isn't going to continue mm-hmm. all of the mess that we've experienced in 2020 isn't going to continue so let's heal right that's all it is there's nothing wrong with you yeah that's it like that's such a stigma that i hear like i'm not i don't need a therapist oh, I, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with me i'm yeah. not mentally ill like Mm. Yeah. Are you not going to go to the doctor? Yeah. Some people don't. That's the truth. Some people don't go to the doctor. Yeah. And oh my God, that's another one. If you don't go to a Western medicine doctor, go to an Eastern medicine doctor, right? Like just heal. Then it's the same thing with therapists. Just like Denise said, she practices more Eastern medicine, right? Mm -hmm. If she's holistic, that's what she does. And so do I. So it's, it's a different approach. Like, not one size fits all, so find the size that fits you. Like yeah, and I even just think, like, when, when we get to the point of, like, not wanting to heal, like, you're just being a jerk now because at that point, like, you're... You're just in denial. Yeah, like, you're just yeah. putting off so much of that, like, negative energy or, you know, just not not dealing with your shit that at that point, it's like, oh, nobody wants to be around that. Yeah. Like we're at a point in our lives where all of this is so available, readily available to us mm-hmm. and and we have a fucking responsibility to mankind to right. be adults and to heal our shit. Right. Girl, you know when you said that right now it reminded me of some of the friendships that have disappeared no. out of Go. our lives this year. <laughs> I will speak for that. Honestly, I've also heard that a lot too that mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot of uh like DMs especially on Instagram mm. of like, "Yes, I've let go of this." Dude, let go of the energy and the people right. that are not serving you because that's also loving yourself in a way right. that a therapist or coach or whoever would tell you. If mm-hmm. this person is not vibing, is not the right person in your life, right. have the self-respect and the self-love to say, I'm sorry, but this relationship is not one that I want to continue Exactly. And it doesn't have to be a mean way of no, doing it. it doesn't. And I think I that love that's you, but I want to love exactly, you from afar. Exactly. We're and I've said this before with a past friendship is we're in two different seasons of our lives mm. and I wish you the best, but mm-hmm. right now I can't be in that season because I'm in a different journey. That doesn't mean I don't love you and that I don't wish you well, but I'm just I'm not there right now and I can't with all of this. So let me just let you go. Right. Because the respect that we're giving the other person with that is that we are not going to show up and be fake in your presence. Yeah. Right? Because if it's not there, it's not there. Yeah. 
And that's what I think this has really shown us mm-hmm. is like, we don't have time for the bullshit. Yeah. Like we just need to yeah. come within and honor ourselves and we know what we need. We just have to actually take the steps to get there. Yeah. Okay. So do you have a couple of steps or a couple of like quick little takeaways to give our listeners and I'll add on some. I think I just want to highlight acknowledging how you feel, take the necessary precautions, reduce your stress, own your shit. Mm. <laughs> Cheers to that real quick. <laughs> and also, hold on, let me take a sip. As I choke on it again. Oh my <clears throat> god. Uh... Um, um, anyway, <laughs> and honestly, like, couple really simple steps that you can do if watching the news stresses you out. Please balance that out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Step away. If social media stresses you out, step away. Step away from anything that is not serving you well right now. Yeah. Okay? Do whatever you need to do that works well for you. If you're able to go on a walk with a friend and your friend just wants to talk about COVID and that's not what you want to talk about, speak about it. Yeah. Right? So it's about setting strong boundaries not just outside of yourself, but right. also within yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're on social media and someone is talking about the vaccine and it doesn't align with what you believe in, shut that shit off. Yeah. Honestly, it is Mute it. unnecessary Block for it. you to follow <laughs> and bring in mm-hmm. whatever that does not belong in your life. Right. And with that said is also follow accounts that make you feel good. Exactly. Like add all the little cute puppies. Exactly. <laughs> Laugh at memes, watch videos, watch movies that are funny, watch holiday movies, like whatever you need to do, you know exactly what you need. So stop lying to yourself about your needs. Yeah. Honor yourself. This is the year. Love yourself the deepest and most unconditional way you've ever known before. Yeah. This is a year of truly honoring ourselves and and forever because I think that's what we had been lacking for so long. And that's what it's teaching us. And so take take a moment to reflect on that. Maybe journal after this um, podcast and see what comes up for you and spend a moment to honor yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, folks, <laughs> and with that, we said, love you. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at a super reality. Um, follow Denise at an introverted therapist. No, isn't the, the inverted therapist the inverted? Yeah, because I go upside down and you know, I do like headstands and shit. Lord have mercy, yogi therapist. Get it? Right. Okay, um, love us love. and give us a like, and yeah. Love you. Mean it. (laughs) We love you guys. Um, Let us know what else you want to talk about. Um, You know, the focus of our podcast is really to remain uh, true to ourselves. So healing our personal selves that really translates into all other relationships. So we would like to stay aligned with that. And so if you have any topics or something that is just really buzzing for you, let us know. Send us a DM. Uh, send us an email. Our email should be on our Instagram page. But we're here to serve and heal and grow together. See ya or talk to you next time. Okay, bye.